years ago when I taught a monthly intro to sewing class, um, it would start on usually a Wednesday or a Thursday night around 7 p.m. Um, it was out of my retail store in Atlanta and the store closed at 7 and class started at 7. So sort of like as things are wrapping up retail, um, students would be coming in and setting up their machines and getting settled into their chairs while customers were finishing up making their purchases and heading home. And then we'd lock the doors and turn out the lights at the front of the store and have the whole place to ourselves. So one night I started a new group. It was a four week class series and we would sit down for two and a half hours each night for four weeks, one, once a week for four weeks. And I sat down with this brand new group and with all my classes would begin by talking about tools and supplies. And um, like a lot of my students, some of the folks in that class had sources for great supplies from other people in their families who sewed. Um, one pair was a mother and daughter taking the class together, and they had a, a mother, grandmother, like a matriarch, who sewed for years and years. And I overheard the two of them talking about seeing what supplies grandma had that she might be willing to pass along. I mentioned very briefly, kind of offhandedly, that if they found some old thread, they'd want to be cautious since thread has a shelf life and doesn't really last forever. <laughs> Deborah Mobies from Whipstitch, and on this episode of the Whipstitch podcast, your thread has a shelf life. Talking about sewing supplies that get handed down from one stitcher to another, and whether or not they're still good enough for you. Thanks for listening. Now, when I made this comment about thread having a shelf life and that it doesn't last forever, I was not trying to make a big deal. Um, what surprised me was how surprised everybody was, um, even though it was an intro to sewing class, right? Um, but I thought about it on the way home, and I realized that I was equally surprised when I learned that I couldn't just use any old thread forever and have it work the same as always. Thread totally has a shelf life. Using old thread on new projects is iffy at best, no matter how adorable those little wooden spools are. Um, and they are, they are adorable. Um, so I've written on the Whipstitch blog about thread quality um, years ago. I feel pretty strongly about using the best thread for my projects. Um, I feel pretty strongly about using the best tools for my projects. I get that from my grandfather, Arthur, who is, you know, part of our regular everyday conversation at our house. Um, my grandfather was a carpenter his whole life, and he always said, buy the best tools you can afford if you don't. You'll just end up buying them again anyway, and in the meantime, you won't have any fun. He was really, really insistent that cheap tools made for cheap work and a bad day. So, you know, it was impressed on me from, from really early on that it was worth it to invest a little bit more, even 50% more in better quality supplies, because you're going to, you're going to appreciate that 50% at a greater value than cost right? You get more out of it than, than you miss the money you spent on it. For years and years, um, I thought the little bits of fluff that I would see on the throat plate of my sewing machine were from the cut edges of the fabric as it went under the needle. It never, never, never occurred to me that it could be from the thread itself. So here's the thing. When you use a cheap thread, 
one that has lots of little fuzzy bits hanging off the sides or variations in thickness along the length of the thread, those little bits get shaved off in the eye of the needle. So your machine thread is on the spool, the spindle, at the top of the machine and it goes through the tension discs and it comes down to the needle itself. And as it passes through the eye of the needle, the thread, it's not static, it's not suspended in air as if it's on the moon, it is being held by the eye. Which makes sense when you think about it, except why would you ever think about it? Unless somebody told you to think about it. So as it passes through the eye, by definition, the movement, the vibration, the friction of it going in and out through the fabric causes it to brush up against the metal sides of the eye, and and that brushes against the thread itself. Um, it weakens the thread. And if you think about it, by extension, it weakens your seam. Because worn down thread can't take the same stress in a seam that fresh thread can. So I really do always use the best thread I can find. Um, personally, I like Guterman. I've actually done, and this is also on the Whipstitch blog, a microscopic examination of Guterman threads. I did not perform the examination. The photographs are actually from another site. Um, but looking at them, it's it made it very easy for me to choose Guterman as my preferred brand. Not sponsored. I just love them. Sometimes I use Mettler thread. Um, I don't dislike Coates and Clark, which is probably the most common and popular brand in the United States, and we'll definitely use it in a pinch. And that is certainly the brand that I grew up using. Um, but I genuinely think that Guterman is a better brand. And, you know, sort of anecdotal evidence, it definitely leaves less lint inside my machine. Having lint in your machine is messy and it slows you down and it's I mean it's bad for the machine um, I think it's very telling that the number one most viewed video on the Whipstitch YouTube channel is a machine actually the top four are machine maintenance videos with over 300,000 views each people need to clean their machines and if there is a way to clean it less often because you're using a better quality thread I am a thousand percent on board with that so the other consideration, and this is what we talked about that night in class, um, is using new thread. So it's not just the brand of thread you are using, it's how recently it was manufactured. Um, new within reason, right? Like it doesn't have to be like right off the machine, but thread does have a shelf life. And like fabric itself, light and air and temperature can all degrade the fibers and make them weaker. Using old thread, causes the same problems as poor quality thread, often with even more breakage. Um, the, in Atlanta, the place where I take my sewing machine for service is called the Atlanta Sewing Center, and they pointed out there isn't really any way to know for sure when your thread expires, um, since all of those like little environmental factors, light, air, heat, can vary so widely. But there is a simple test you can do to see if your thread will cut the mustard. Not literally, maybe literally, I don't know. So here's the test. To check and see if your thread is still strong enough for your garment sewing or your quilting, take a piece of thread about as long as your forearm, you know, so maybe from, from your, the tip of your middle finger to your elbow. Tie a knot 
in the middle of the length of thread. Pull gently from both ends to test both the knot and the thread itself. And coincidentally, did you know that the strength of a piece of rope or thread is cut by 50% when you put a knot in it? Fascinating that rope is actually weaker when it's knotted. Totally true, nerd fact for the day. Um, if the thread breaks, right? So we've tied a knot in the middle and we're gonna pull from both ends and not like, we're not trying to rip its arms off. We're, we're just testing its tensile strength, right? So if the thread breaks, no matter where on the length of the thread that break occurs, your thread has had its day and should be retired. We're going to send it out to pasture like a Kentucky Derby winner. Off you go, live your best life. Don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. So I tried this test on some of the 400 plus spools of thread that I got from Sandra. And um, one of the earlier episodes of the podcast tells the story of Sandra from whom I inherited so many sewing supplies. Um, so I tried this test on some of the spools of thread she gave me. Some of them passed, others didn't. A lot of the time when they fail, you will notice afterward, you'll take these two broken pieces of thread and they will um, almost curl up like Christmas ribbon, kind of, like birthday par party package ribbon, you know, where before they broke, they stretched and then they kind of recoiled back on themselves afterward, which should be a good indication of what's going to happen in a garment because by definition, your garment is going to put that kind of stress on the thread. It hurt to toss out that thread. I mean, it looked perfectly good. Even if I didn't know it wasn't going to play nicely in my sewing projects, it was a bummer. Um, we used to have, when I first opened uh, the Whipstitch retail store on the west side of Atlanta in 2010, I bought a vintage gumball machine and I filled it with vintage thread spools, wooden ones, the older metal ones, you know, a big mix of colors. It was precious. Um, we actually took it with us to a trade show, and I was pregnant with our youngest child at the time, and I reached to get something and forgot how big I was and knocked it over, and the globe smashed on the ground. I am still sad about that more than a decade later because it was such a cute way to display and repurpose these spools of thread where I knew I couldn't use the thread, but they were beautiful. Um, I personally think and I've thought for a long time that uh, using these older threads would be amazing for like itty bitty knitting. I found an image of a, someone knitting on pins, like sewing pins, but they've taken vintage thread that isn't strong enough to sew with anymore and they are knitting with the vintage thread like a teensy weensy little scarf. Um, I've seen some people make lace work in the same way because lace work knitting requires such fine yarn anyhow. Um, I've seen people do that with like three strands of expired thread held together. Um, you could use it as stuffing in a pillow or a pet bed project or a doll. Just like unwind all the thread from the spool, wad it up, um, add it together with trimmings from quilt blocks or with leftover bits from a garment. Um, shove that all into a padded cushion and, and sew that up. There are ways to reuse this old thread so that you can sort of ameliorate that bummer feeling of, oh, it looks good, but it's not good. So I am militant about getting rid of things that are taking up space in our house. My husband and I make sort of a, almost a monthly trip to the donation pile or to repurpose items to an actual individual who could get more use out of them. 
And even then, I still have a pile of old spools of thread waiting to be moved along to better homes. So if you have an idea of a good place where you can put expired thread to use, will you share that in the comments on this podcast? Because I would love to hear and share those with any other listeners. Have fun sewing, you guys. This episode of the Whip Stitch Podcast is brought to you by the Murder Mystery Quilt, a year-long subscription club where you sew the quilt to solve the crime. Registration for the 2022 quilt opens on Halloween 2021, so set your alarm clocks and visit MurderMysteryQuilt.com to find out more. <laughs>